Welcome to where truth becomes a discussion, where reality becomes a topic. We all have a choice in life. Why not choose to be greater than? Make sure you follow us on Instagram or Twitter at me underscore I am greater. And don't forget to download the me app in your mobile app stores. Welcome back to the I am greater than podcast. Today we're going to jump right into it. I want to talk about friends. Some can be good for you. Some can be bad for you. Some can alter our lives for the better. Some can alter our lives for the worse. And we don't even know it at the time. But I do want to address this. Good friends are hard to come by. So when you come across a good friend, treat them as good as they treat you. I want to say that again. Good friends are hard to come by. So when you come across them in life, treat them as good as they treat you. Now I want to talk about what constitutes a good friend. What builds a good friendship overall? One of those things is respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And one of the things about respect is very simple. Don't speak on a person behind their back. That's, that's the one thing about respect. If you got something you want to say to someone, say it to their face. Get it off your chest. Get it off their chest or bring it chest to chest. Right? Say it. Air it out as we speak. But speak to each other, not to somebody else. Another thing. Keep what's between y'all between y'all. Now that goes from personal problems a friend is having, personal issues a friend is going through, certain secrets, crushes, etc. Keep that between y'all. That's a respect thing. It's respecting that you told me this out of confidentiality, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Now we're going to talk about boundaries. Boundaries. Knowing when enough is enough. And I say that when it's um, when you're having roast sessions, when you plan too much. You know, know when you've exceeded your limitation. Or know, know before you exceed your limitation. You know? Like, my group of friends, we get, we get into these real deep roast sessions where we go in for a long time. But we all know our limits. When enough is enough and when to stop completely. Another boundary you should have is not going for the same person your friend likes. Now, I say this in the manner of they told you they like this specific individual. You had no interest in this individual at all. Y'all talked about it. Oh, okay. I see. Got you. Understand it. And then out of nowhere, you start wanting the same individual they want. The boundary needs to be cut where you need to tell yourself that it was never on my mind. Why is it now? You have to restrain yourself because that's a boundary you shouldn't cross with the friend. As the old saying goes, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Now, this can go two ways, though. That was one way. 
Here's the other way. There is somebody you're interested in. You tell your friend, your friend notices, okay, got you. But the person you're interested in verbally expresses or vocally expresses that they're clearly not into you at all. But they happen to be into your friend. Now, your friend should have the option to say, oh, yes, I will or no, I won't. But there's a thin line. They need to give you time to get over this person or over this situation. But you yourself have to have enough respect for them to say, I clearly see this person's not interested in me. I've tried. I gave him my all and I've been shot down. That's a mutual respect y'all need to have. It's a mutual boundary that needs to be talked about. Those are one of those things that so many friendships get broken over because there's no communication. The boundaries haven't been set. So always try to set your boundaries with the friend. Another boundary I want to get into is making fun of your friend's personal situation or your friend's personal issue. That's something you should not do. And especially around new people or crushes or their girlfriends or just a new crowd, right? You shouldn't be pointing out insecurities that they've told you about that you know of just to get a laugh out of the environment around you. That's a no-no. That's a boundary that should not be crossed. And also as friends... Y'all should be able to have those conversations to where you understand what those boundaries are for those personal issues that you don't want aired out. That's always good to get things going in the beginning. You know, that way you know if they did say something, you you know that they knew not to say it. They knew not to speak of it versus it being one of those things that they joked about but didn't know they were going to trigger an emotional reaction out of you. Right. Those are the things that we kind of got to understand and get clearance in the beginning or at some point in our friendship. The next thing I'm going to go into is borrowing and lending money. There are so many instances where friends lend other friends money. They're good friends. So you're like, ah, it's whatever. I know you're good for it. I know you give me back. And that person who borrowed the money Never pays the money back, but yet you see them spending money on other things. And you're just like, whoa, wait a minute. I gave you that out of respect and in hopes that you would return it to me when you got it as a person in your word. So here's what I do in my group of friends. We got a rule on that. You don't give out money unless you for surely don't want it back because Knowing that this can occur, you don't want to sabotage any relationship due to a financial issue, right? Because there are some good people in the world as friends. They just don't hold that principle as high on their list. That doesn't make them bad friends. That doesn't make them bad people. That just kind of puts them in that position to where it's like, "Mm, okay, I can't deal with you on that level. And that's exactly what it is. 
If you don't want to deal with a friend on that level, which I do not suggest, lend it to them and don't expect it back. But as the recipient of that loan from a friend, I want to say this. You should always pay that friend back with interest. And I know you might be asking me, but if they said I could have it for free and don't have to pay it back, why would I pay it back with interest? For one reason and one reason only. When you get older and you need a loan from a bank or a credit union or anybody for that matter, they're going to automatically charge you interest. I'm going to say that again. When you get older and you borrow money from a bank or a credit union or somewhere else, they're automatically going to charge you interest. Now, they don't know you. They really don't care for knowing you. And they just know that you're going to pay them back with interest. That's the only interest they have in doing business with you is that they're going to profit. Your friend is not doing business with you. Your friend is doing you a courtesy. So I say return that same courtesy in the fashionable manner of you gave it to me because you love me and you got respect for me and you know me. So I'm going to give this back to you with interest because that bank or that credit union, I'm going to have to pay them back with interest regardless. But I would rather pay somebody who actually cares about my well-being. That's why you pay that interest back. That's why you pay that money back. You understand? It just it sets a different precedent on a friendship. And that's what a lot of friends don't do, but should. Now let's talk about peer pressure. We all go through it. You know, some people see it as an experimental phase where you want to try things out, whether they be smart, uh, not so smart things, whether it be crossing the line or barely crossing the line. I mean, these type of situations can land us in a whole lot of trouble or they can land us in a great time. We don't know. But peer pressure is one of those things that might come from a friend. You know, a friend might ask you to indulge in alcohol or drugs or marijuana or cigarettes, right? Now, there's a fine line there. There is a friend asking you to engage just to see if you're on the same experimental phase they are. And then there's the friend forcing you to experiment with them, right? Drawing the line is when a friend can say, hey, you want to try this? And you're like, nah, I'm all right, I'm good. And they say, okay, I got you, my bad. Or, okay, cool, I won't ask again. Now, if the opposite happens, and they're like, come on, you should try it. Come on, come on, don't be afraid, don't be a chicken. Uh, you scary, woo Now, you need to understand that this act of what is a friend is becoming not so friendish, right? Because a true friend won't allow you to do things you're uncomfortable doing. A true friend respects your comfort zone. So if you are not comfortable with this engagement of activity, then your friend should be like, hey, I get it. My bad for asking. So remember that. A true friend won't force you to do anything. 
They won't clown you. They won't dog you out. They'll respect the fact that you had the courage to say no. And they will encourage other people not to ask you. I had a situation where I was in a type of peer pressure and, and I was like, I'm good. In a heartbeat, I'm cool. I don't need it. But the person kept asking. And I just shrugged it off like, no, nah, I'm good, man. And then one of my friends, one of my real good friends came in and was like, yo, he said he good. Stop asking him before we have a problem. Now, I didn't need this friend to step in like that. I could defend myself at the time. But my friend didn't like the fact that the person kept trying to force me out of my comfort zone. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what good friends do. They respect you in your comfort zone. Now, frenemies, we've all heard of that word, right? I, I got to speak on frenemies. Watch out for the signs, ladies and gentlemen. Please, just watch out for the signs. I have my own signs that I watch out for because I personally have had a friend of me. And you don't know. You know, somebody coming up cool, just start supporting you in the beginning, and they kind of like doing everything you're doing, and you're like, wow, I didn't know you had the same interest as me. But as time progresses, the true character of people starts to become present, right? I learned that frenemies will do these type of things. One of them is make fun of your personal problems or issues constantly, right? If you, if you know you have a weight problems and you just can't get it right, they will always bring up your weight problem. Always throw it in your face. Always make you subconscious about it on a daily basis, just not giving you a break, right? Another thing is, is they never support your wins, Never. You could do something amazing, but they won't support. It's, it's like they get off subject. You could be talking about how you got a 4.0 or how you just got this new job or how you got this new relationship going. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. But, hey, you seen them new Jordans that's going to come out? Ah, oh, they lit. Right? Like, if you a good friend, you're supposed to engage in my happiness. You're supposed to celebrate my wins with me. You're supposed to be there for me. They're not going to do that. They're going to hush-hush you and try to just make it about themselves. So watch out for that. Another thing they're going to do is they're going to make fun of your losses. Right? They're going to be like, I told you you couldn't do it. I told you so. You wasted your time. You thought you was going to be on this level. They're going to bring you down. And you're going to sit there and you might not even think about why they're talking to you like that because you're trying to get over your loss. You see what I'm saying? A real friend going to lift you up. They're going to build you up. Like, it's all good. Don't worry about it. You know, we lose to come up sometime. Your come up is coming. Just stay on the, on the upside of things. That's what a real friend going to do. Right? Frenemies also have the agenda of competing against you rather than helping you compete against the world. Right, So if you sitting here trying to get ready for your big event and you're trying to pull out 
an outfit or something, they're going to sit there and be like, oh, that's cool, but watch this fit I'll put together. That's nothing. You got a big day today, but I'm going to have a big day tomorrow. Right? And it could be something as simple as you getting into this new field, whatever it may be. It's a new field. Let's say music. Music is now becoming your thing. You want to be a drummer. Now, the person you think is a friend never even thought about being a drummer. But now since you mentioned it, like, oh, you know what? I did used to like drumming. I'm finna start drumming too. Right? And it, it's not a problem. But the problem is, is they only started thinking about drumming because they trying to compete with you versus helping you and promoting you like Oh, uh, you want to be a drummer? Hey, that's something I wanted to do. This is what Woo Woo tried to do for me or some so-and-so, right? Instead of pushing you forward to excel, they, oh, well, I can do that too. I'm going to start tomorrow. Watch out for that because it ties into this next thing. A friend of me will try to do what you do knowing that they never had the same interest or the same passion. And that's not even a goal on their goal list. They just doing it because... Hey, if you could do it, I know for sure I could do it. Without a doubt, I could do it. It's something in their mind that automatically thinks that they're better than you. And quite frankly, sometimes you might not even pay attention to it. You might just be like, oh, that's who they are. But deep down inside, that's a plot. That's a plot that you ain't even catch on to. Because you're too busy trying to do for yourself and compete against the world. And you see them as a friend, so you don't want to be disrespectful. You don't want that to brush off like that. So you kind of ignore it, like, and you might be the one supporting them, not knowing that they plotting on just being better than you and stealing all your ideas from under your feet. You got to be cautious of that. And the last thing I'll tell you about what could be a possible frenemy act is gossip. Gossip, gossip, gossip. When they talk about somebody behind their back and in their face, they're all smiles like, oh, yeah, we good. It's all chill. Yeah, nah, nah, I feel it. Yeah, we'll meet up next week. Oh, for sure. As soon as that person walk away. Man, I don't like them. They trash. Ooh. I learned this. If you don't like somebody, then you let them know. And you don't socialize with them. That's being fake. If I don't like you, then there's no reason for me to interact with you as if I do. Right? Now, if we don't have things in common, that's different. But to talk mess about somebody... And then in their face, be all smiles. You got to remember one thing. They doing the same thing to you. Because if you in their face and you can have a conversation and you all smiles. When you walk away, who you think they talking about with the next person? Who business you think they telling to the next person? You can't trust that type of attitude. Because it's not positive. They strive off that. That's something that feeds their inner self to make them feel important. To make them feel on top of things. To make them feel like they got the advantage. So really look out for that. Now, all these things I've listed are just signs to look out for. You know, it might not make that person a friend of me. But through my personal experience, all these things checked out as red flags. You know, so just just be cautious on that. Be cautious on that. And I want to say support um, the friends who are good support systems. You know, that's the next topic we're going to get into, support systems. A good friend 
will be your support system. They're going to give you advice, whether it's good or bad. They're going to try, at least, attempt to. You know, a good friend is going to share that knowledge with you to help you get to where you're trying to get. They're going to help you invest in yourself. They're going to give you the time. Not all their time, but they're going to give you some time to help you get over that ridge. They're going to feed you that positivity. They're going to encourage you. They're going to be that ear to hear your cry. They're going to be that shoulder to lean on when you're too weak to walk, right? A good friend will be that support system. And that's what you got to look out for. The support system is huge because it's taken advantage of. Sometimes we talk all our problems away and be like, ah, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. But when that friend going through something, you got to do that same exact thing. You got to hear them, hear them, hear them, hear them, hear them, or encourage them. You have It goes two ways. It's a two-way street. You can't get all the support system from a friend and then not give that same respect back. You have to give that support system back. It is a two-way street. Understand that. It does not go one way. It's two ways. You receive it, you give it. Right. And all this leads up to loyalty. All these things I named besides the frenemies. And the negative way to go about peer pressure as a friend, the wrong way. Everything else is loyalty. That's that's what loyalty is. It's respect. It's boundaries. It's knowing how to pay somebody back. It's not engaging them or forcing them to be subjected to peer pressure and indulge in it. It's being a support system. That's what loyalty is. It's all these things. So if you got these qualities, I applaud you. If you need to work on some of these qualities, well, good thing is you have time. There's always time to be a better person. There's always time to be a better friend. You just got to make the decision whether you want to or whether you're willing to. But the decision is yours to be made. So I just want you to know that it's okay if you're not a good friend right now. It's okay if you like, oh man, I need to work on some things. It's okay. I applaud that. I applaud the fact that you simply stated that to yourself, that you you want to make a change. I want to say something to people out there who feel that since you don't communicate with somebody or you haven't communicated with them in a long time, that you're not friends anymore. Um, I learned that life is like chapters in a book, right? And with every chapter comes a new character. So when you hit 21, the people you was cool with when you were 16 or running wild when you were 16, y'all might not be as close because in life we change. So as we change, so will our environment. So will our social connections. So will the groups we hang around. And that's okay. That's all part of growth, right? Some people change with you. Some people change opposite of you. But the fact is we all change. So if you're not cool with somebody or as close with somebody, that's okay. Don't be too depressed about it. Long as you didn't shake them just to be part of the in crowd, that's different. But if you've grown and you didn't like to read literature, and then somehow when you get to college, literature is your thing, and you used to want to party all the time, well, go ahead and go to that literature group. And you got to tell the person you used to party with, I'm sorry, but that ain't, that ain't really what I like to do. And that's okay. So understand that. Nobody's bad because they don't hang out with you anymore. 
They've just grown in life. And life is all about growth. And that's what you got to understand. But I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Friends. And I hope that this reached you. And I hope that it helps you to be a better friend or acknowledge the good friends you have. And until next time, Mr. Me, Myself, and I, out. Make sure you follow us on Instagram or Twitter at me underscore I am greater. That's M-E underscore I am greater. And make sure you download the Me app from your mobile app stores. Till next time.